Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish, as we celebrate the fifth Sunday of Easter. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and to anyone returning home to our parish community. You are always welcome here. The second collection taken up at Mass today will benefit the Catholic Relief Services, the Church in Latin America, the Church in Central and Eastern Europe, and the Church in Africa. Tickets for our $1,000 raffle and our Super Baskets raffle may be purchased after Mass outside of church. Though the formal requirement for masking has been lifted, we invite you to make your own choice to continue masking and or social distancing while we currently face an uptick of COVID cases again, both in the county as well as in our own parish community. Assisting us today as our lectors are Mary Pakatinskis and Bernie Jordan. Our altar servers are John and Christina Vallée. I am your cantor, Christine Jordanoff. Our organist is Nicholas Will, and our celebrant is Father Joe Keenan. Let us all now stand, if you are able, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, Sing a New Song, number 607 in the Blue Hymnal. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Christe Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. 
to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we accomplish the Paschal mystery within us, that those you were pleased to make new in holy baptism may under your protective care bear much fruit and come to the joys of life eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. After Paul and Barnabas had proclaimed the good news to that city and made a considerable number of disciples, they returned to Lystra and Iconium and to Antioch. They strengthened the spirits of the disciples and exhorted them to persevere in the faith, saying, it is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. They appointed elders for them in each church and with prayer and fasting commended them to the Lord in whom they had put their faith. Then they traveled through Poseidon and reached Pamphylia. After proclaiming the word at Perga, they went down to Attilia. From there, they sailed to Antioch, 
where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had now accomplished. And when they arrived, they called the church together and reported what God had done with them and how he opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. The word of the Lord. A reading from the book of Revelation. Then I, John, saw a new heaven and a new earth. The former heaven and the former earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. I also saw the holy city, a new Jerusalem, coming down of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, God's dwelling is with the human race. He will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will always be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and there shall be no more death or mourning, wailing or pain for the old order has passed away. The one who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. When Judas had left them, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself, and God will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. I give you a new commandment, love one another. As I have loved you, so you also should love one another. This is how all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. The Gospel of the Lord. When she had been nominated for the Nobel Prize for Peace, <coughs> Mother Teresa was beset with <coughs> many questions and at many and varied press conferences she was questioned about her work the work that she did and the work that her sisters did in their daily lives. And one reporter kind of pointed out to Mother Teresa and said, you really are a phenomenal social worker. You really are an individual who understands what social work is all about. And you have a wonderful way of expressing that in the work that you do. Mother Teresa smiled at the person who presented that comment and said, I'm not a social worker. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. And therein lies the difference between a disciple and between a social worker. Or a disciple or any other profession. The root and the focus of Mother Teresa of Calcutta's service and ministry was first and foremost being a disciple of Jesus. And flowing out of that came the particular actions that marked her discipleship. And as we listen to the words of Holy Scripture this evening, our Savior reminds the Twelve, and he reminds us, you are my disciples. And in giving that identity to his Twelve Apostles and to us, the commandment of love one another takes on a new vibrancy because the way we love one another is not from what we read in a textbook or perhaps discover on an app. The way we love one another is to reflect on the way that Jesus has loved us. 
And when we come to that understanding, we're ready to be full-fledged disciples like Mother Teresa of Calcutta. We're ready to live the life of God's glory in Jesus in our own everyday lives. We come to understand how our lives have to be shaped and configured to the life of and to the heart of Christ. We discover that in the readings of Holy Scripture, particularly in the New Testament. We understand and we see what our Savior is calling us to be. His attentiveness to the poor and the disfranchised and to the sick and dying. His attentiveness to the image of making all things new. An image captured so beautifully by St. John in our second reading tonight. An image that comes to fore first by his own embrace of the cross. His own dying and rising from the dead. His self-giving for the life of the world. And in that action, we can connect the dots as to how we end up being disciples of the Lord. It's not to belittle anyone who does any social work, to be sure. But the hallmark, the centrality of our words and our actions, our doing each day of our lives, is rooted first and foremost in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so are we willing to take that risk to be his witnesses in our own daily lives. That all that we are takes its shape from identifying and knowing that first and foremost, I am a disciple of Christ. I am called to love as he loved. And so there's a challenge there to be sure. Mother Teresa could have ended up being perhaps the most renowned social worker in the world. But instead, we reflect more not on the social work that she did, laudable as it is and was, but more importantly, understanding what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. Where does that connect come from? For, for Mother Teresa and for all disciples of Jesus, it comes from the Eucharist. You know, in their ministry, the, the Sisters of Charity, which Mother Teresa established many years ago, continue her work with the poorest of the poor, with the dying in the streets, with the lepers and the homeless, with those disenfranchised from society, they place themselves in their midst. But first and foremost, in their holy rule, the sisters of Mother Teresa's community spend two hours before the Blessed Sacrament, before they go out to the streets of their ministry. And Mother Teresa's purpose in that was what you discover and what you see in the sacrament of the Eucharist is what you are called to see and discover in the faces of the ones on the streets. In our hectic world, we barely make eye contact with people anymore. 
We're buried in our cell phones. We're, we're busy with our apps. We're preoccupied that we fail to see and we miss. First and foremost, the Christ that we receive in the Eucharist. That we fail to take even five minutes of our time after the reception of the Sacrament of Holy Eucharist to spend in a silent adoration. And then we can go out into the world in which we live and start seeing that Christ in our spouses, in our children, in our neighborhoods, in our church community. We make a connection and link that distinguishes us from just being a simple everyday person. Yes, you might be a wife, but first and foremost, you're supposed to be a disciple of Jesus. Yes, you may be a university professor, but first and foremost, you are called to be a disciple of Jesus. Yes, you might be that social worker that solves all problems and issues, but first, you must be a disciple of Jesus. And only when you encounter him in the word and in sacrament that you begin to reflect and to understand how we are called and how we are to love one another as he has loved us. I think one of the greatest misfortunes that we have in our society today, particularly within our Catholic Church, is that we fail to take the Eucharist seriously. That we fail to comprehend the maxim that it is. That we fail to allow it to imbue our lives, to stretch our hearts, to fortify our wills, to be people who will love one another as he has loved us. And that no matter how many hats we wear in our lives, butcher, baker, or candlestick maker, the most important hat that we should be wearing is that I am a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's something to consider on this fifth Sunday of Easter as we begin to wind down the Easter season, as we listen to the stories of the early church, its growth and growing pains, its development. There was never a losing of sight, never losing of sight of what it meant to be a disciple of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let us echo in our own lives who we are and what we do in this life by echoing St. Teresa of Calcutta, I am a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. We profess our Catholic faith as together we recite the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, and for us men and for our salvation, it came down from heaven. By the Holy Spirit, and became man. 
For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. This kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Amen. We offer to our gracious and loving God the particular needs, hopes, and aspirations that we bring this afternoon in our prayer of intercessions. Please respond, risen Lord, hear our prayer, that the church may grow in desire for justice for the poor, freedom for captives, and respect for all life. We pray, risen Lord, hear our prayer, for an end to the war in Ukraine, and for all who suffer from the wounds of war all over the world, we pray, Risen, Risen Lord, Lord, hear, our, hear prayer. our prayer. For the children receiving First Holy Communion in our parish this weekend, that they may be blessed by the Eucharist, we pray. Risen, Risen Lord, Lord, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For all those seeking adequate health care, safe housing, and meaningful employment, we pray. Risen, Risen Lord, Lord, hear our, our prayer. prayer. For all those on our prayer request list in the bulletin, that their pain and suffering be eased by our prayers, we pray. Risen Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. We go forth for renewed zeal to hear the needs of teens and the elderly, we pray. Risen Risen Lord, Lord, hear our our prayer. prayer. For all those who have died in our parish community, May they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Risen Risen Lord, Lord, hear our prayer. We remember today Jack Bombich and all the intentions present on the altar along along with those hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray. Risen Lord, hear our prayer. Calling on the loving intercession of our patron and mother, we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for us. Our song for the presentation of the gifts is number 588, I Have Loved You.
My brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Oh God, who by the wonderful exchange effected in this sacrifice have made us partakers of the one supreme Godhead, grant, we pray, that as we have come to know your truth, we may make it ours by a worthy way of life. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, <clears throat> but in this time above all, to allow you yet more gloriously. <clears throat> when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed <clears throat> by the oblation of his body, he brought the sacrifices of old to fulfillment in the reality of the cross. And by commending himself to you for our salvation, showed himself the priest, altar, and the lamb of sacrifice. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exalting your praise, and even the heavenly hosts with the angels, angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. sending down your spirit upon them like the dew fall so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
Mysterium Fidei. celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection we offer you lord the bread of life and the chalice of salvation giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of christ we may be brought together in unity by the holy spirit remember lord your church spread throughout the world bring her to the fullness of charity together with francis our pope david our bishop william William and Marcus, assisting bishops, and all the clergy. Remember your servant Jack, whom you have called from this world to yourself, and grant that he, who is united with your son in a death like his in baptism, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember, too, our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy, in particular, all the beloved members of our families, as well as this faith community. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. <clears throat> Amen. 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 The Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant us peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And may we indicate to one another a sign of Christ's peace. Holy Spirit. 
And behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, and blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be For our friends who are unable to join us physically here today, we pray the act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you have already come, I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Our communion song is number 950, Take and Eat. Take and eat, take. 
Well, before we conclude uh, Holy Mass uh, this evening, uh, uh, Bernie uh, Jordan of our uh, uh, parish council will be offering a few remarks for us on the uh, status and the development of the uh, Synod on Synodality as it is being reflected on specifically in our parish community. Well, that was a really nice intro from Father Joe. Thank you. Yeah. Hello again, everybody. Um, as Father said, I am a, uh, representing our pastoral council. And you may remember that in March, several of us spoke at the masses personally inviting you to attend one of the many listening sessions that we had scheduled. Well, I am delighted to tell you that over 150 members of our parish attended one of the sessions and they were representative of our youth, our young adults, uh, our adults across the lifespan and our deaf community. Um, I was uh, one of the facilitators for several of the sessions and I can tell you we recorded verbatim the comments that people made and then we summarized them into a report that was due at the diocese on the 15th of April and we made it, we were actually a little bit early. Uh, we've posted that report on our website but I want to tell you it's really brief and the reason that report is really brief is because the diocese gave us a specific form. It's called a fillable form, and you've probably um, used these before. If you have too many characters, it stops you. And so we had to be really brief in terms of, of what we wrote in that form. But there will be more comprehensive information shared with you soon. We're also planning follow-up listening sessions as we begin the action planning. So please know that we did not consider this a perfunctory exercise, but it was really important to Father Michael and the leadership team and the pastoral council to really hear your voice. So we're so grateful to all of the people who participated. And if you didn't have a chance, we encourage you to join us in one of the future sessions. Please watch for the schedule. If you have any questions and want to talk after Mass, I'll hang around a little bit. And I want to thank you for your attention. And as always, Mary Queen of Peace, pray for us. Thank you. Paul Ramos. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Mass is ended. We go in peace. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Our closing song is number 539, Sing with All the Saints in Glory.